How old were you when you taught yourself to read? What if I told you that your life right now is worth noticing? This is the Attention Collection. I'm Anthony Garcia. A while back, I had the opportunity and the honor of officiating my wife's grandmother's funeral. And I realize funerals are the events that no one wants to ever have to put on their calendar. No one wants to attend. But often, there is this undercurrent at a funeral of beauty. You know, in the midst of all this pain and this loss, that, that hurt that hangs in the air, underneath that, many times, not always, there's this undercurrent of beauty and appreciation. There's this realization that we are saying goodbye in many ways to someone who has had a profound impact on our lives. And this funeral was certainly one of those. And so as I was sharing pieces of her story, I was reading through memories and poems that she had written. I was inviting her family to come up and share their stories as well. And one of these stories was shared from one of her daughters. And she got up and she started to talk about the impact that her mom had on her life, that she was a beautiful person, that she was encouraging of education and learning and growth, and that she was loving. And then she started to talk about the things that her mother taught her. And there was a long list, but one of the items on that list jumped out to me. And she started to share about how her mother had taught her to sew. And normally that wouldn't have registered with me. It would have just gone in one ear and out the other. It's beautiful, but it, it has nothing to do with me. But when she said that, it stopped me. And I couldn't help but look over at my daughters. I have twin girls. And since they were born, they've been clutching these owl blankets. They're hug blankies. And they cram them in their face They've been soiled with snot and tears and sweat and dirt. They've been dragged across the bathroom floor. They have gone everywhere my girls go. And I'm convinced at this point, they're probably always going to travel with them on some level. These blankets are little lifelines. But the significance and the reason why this jumped out to me is because the woman who was standing in front of her family and sharing about how her mother had taught her to sew is the very woman who made those blankets. And it hit me. As my daughters grow up, they're not going to remember their great-grandma because they never really had a chance to have a conversation with them that they can remember. They've seen her, and they'll, they'll know pictures, and they'll know stories. But that's the extent of their relationship with their great-grandma. But there's a thread. These little pieces of fabric, worn out, frayed, smelly, dirty fabric that they quite literally hold close to their hearts. 
would not be possible without her influence, without the lessons that she passed down to a woman that then passed those gifts down to them. And the significance of that was not lost on me in that moment. And that thread will always connect them through space and through time. And that in this way, there really is no separation and there really is no loss. But if you follow this thread farther, you'll see that in many ways, we are all connected and that we stand on the shoulders of those who have gone before us. There's this understanding in culture that we should strive to be self-made. But when you think of stories like this, it becomes clear that there's no such thing as a self-made person. The truth is, we don't become ourselves by ourselves. We are the result of influence, education, love, wounds, and everything in between from those who have gone before us, those we've met, and those whose name we'll never even know. And something beautiful happens when we step into this understanding. So the question, how old were you when you taught yourself to read, is a ridiculous question because, of course, you did not teach yourself to read and you probably didn't teach yourself to tie your shoes or to put your clothes on the right way. I have no doubt that the listeners of this show are intelligent, independent, strong individuals. But at the same time, that intelligence, that innate ability to fend for ourselves was fostered on some level by another person. And this is true whether you had a healthy family life or an unhealthy family life. Whether or not your history and your backstory is pleasant or painful, somewhere someone lovingly stepped into your life and showed you how to navigate things. We stand in the benefit of other people's gifts, people who intentionally stepped up for us and people who accidentally offered us insight and value. And I think one of the things that we struggle with day to day is significance, it's appreciation, it's finding the value in any given moment. So what happens when we peel back the layers of our lives? What happens when we step back far enough to see that we are connected to gifts that have been given to us selflessly since the moment we were born? Here's what I have experienced. Our hearts open up a little bit. Gratitude starts to pour in, maybe drip in, but it starts. Because I know something about myself. I did not make myself. I'm not a self-made man, nor would I want to be, because there are things that other people have modeled for me. There are words that other people have spoken into my life. There are generous gifts that I have found in books, 
in one-off conversations with strangers, in film, in music, in family interactions that I would not trade for this world. And this is true for every single person. It's tempting to look around and think about other people's lives and see how they've been fortunate or where they found lucky breaks or if I knew these people or if I had these mentors, but that's a trap because you've had mentors. And if you don't believe me, think about this. Maybe they're not people that you have physically encountered or people who have carved out the time to sit down with you. But if you've read a blog post, if you've heard something that inspired you, if you've wept over a piece of music or art, people have spoken into your lives. Somewhere in your closet, metaphorically speaking, there's a blanket that someone else taught someone else to make, and they gave it to you. The trouble is not whether or not we've received these gifts. The question is, do we remember them? Have we pulled on the threads that connect us to the gifts of other people in our lives? Which words of affirmation have we allowed to go in one ear and out the other, or have we forgotten Which precious gift of time did someone offer us somewhere along the way that we have taken for granted or misplaced? I like to think that one of these days when my daughters are too old to carry around blankies, that they're going to open up some dusty closet and they're going to pull back a box and they're going to open up and find a blanket. And that they're going to be taken back to memories of significance. And they might not want to clutch it or sniff it or drag it around snot-nosed through the house. But I like to think they're going to recall that this piece was at one time significant to their development. That it made them feel safe. That it made them feel seen. That wherever they were, this peace was a call back to home. And I think everybody listening to this has those blankets. Literally, metaphorically, emotionally, spiritually. Little things, people, expressions, statements that when we heard them, when we considered them, when we experienced them, made us feel just for a minute safe. Just for a moment felt like we were home. Just for that experience made us feel like we belonged somewhere. Your life is propped up on the gifts of other people. Is your life perfect? No. Are there things that can be improved? Yes, if you're anything like me. But where does that improvement begin? It's not by pulling ourselves up by our bootstraps. It's by pulling on threads. Someone somewhere believed in me. Someone somewhere pushed me. Someone somewhere was generous enough with their time to encourage someone who didn't feel encouraged on their own. And the more 
we consider these things, the more we start pulling on threads, we see that we are connected to every one, that we would all do well to just speak words of encouragement wherever we find them, that wherever we encounter beauty, a simple statement of, hey, you're doing a great job. Hey, I saw what you did there and I appreciate it. Little nudges like that are what keeps us moving forward. And maybe you're hearing this and in this season of your life, you're in a rough spot where much doesn't make sense. I want to encourage you to start tugging threads because I think if you pull far enough, you'll find there was richness and that there was grace and that there was generosity somewhere along the way that kept you moving forward. And if you feel like things are exactly where they should be right now, you are just zipping through and you don't have time to stop, let me encourage you to take the time to stop. Because we can be as successful as possible and why not? And we can climb as high as we can and why not? And we can strive for more and So we should, but if we do so with the assumption that we're doing it on our own, we are setting ourselves up for disaster. We are connected to people's gifts, seen and unseen, remembered and forgotten, people who we know by name and people whose names we will never even know. Start pulling on threads. And I think you'll start pulling back gratitude. You'll start finding beauty. You'll start finding community. At least that's been my experience. Because the truth is, at any point in our lives, we can stop and see that our lives and the lives of others are worth noticing. It's all in the art of paying attention. I'd like to pause here and just honestly say thank you for the gift of your attention. For any time that you've carved out to listen to this show, because truth be told, you could have been listening to something else. You could have been doing something else, but you chose to be here. And I hope it's been a gift to you. It's been a gift to me. So thank you. Your time, your attention is precious and it's valuable. And that truth is not lost on me. Until next week.